In the studio today, Black and Gold Photography. Hello, Kyle. At (laughs) at Black and Gold Photography, Joel Boyley. Said that right? Yeah, that's right. And Cheryl Maines. Yes. Yes, and it's the first time I've met you in person. Yeah. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Thanks for coming in. Husband and wife tag team. That's us. Yeah. (laughs) Website is blackandgoldphotography.com. And like I said, at Black and Gold Photography on both Instagram and Facebook. And for anybody listening, they have five-star review ratings on both Google and Wedding Wire. And they don't have just one rating. It's multiple. So these folks aren't messing around. And Facebook, too, I believe. But oh, yes. And honest, Facebook. No, honest, I did. I have never looked at yeah. that. <laughs> no, you're right. I did look at that. I just forgot to write it down. And Facebook. So the trifecta of the five-star rating. So I'm just going to read... Uh, a quick excerpt off your website, sure, if you yeah. don't mind, to start. It says, uh, Black and Gold Photography is a full-service photography company specializing in weddings based out of Manitoba, Canada. They're available for travel worldwide. Black and Gold is known for its candid photo- photojournalistic style using a combination of natural light and flash photography. So the first thing I want to ask is the worldwide part. <laughs> Is that common? Have you guys done it's, much uh, traveling? I would or? say it's more hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Well, we yeah, have we done. We've done a lot of traveling um, for ourselves in the last few years, or just um, for workshops and conferences, right? Um, wedding based, and whenever we do go somewhere, we do try to promote that and just find a couple. Um, so we do use it to our advantage to just promote our work as well. But um, we haven't had. I guess yeah, we like haven't really done like we, we haven't had somebody like bring us out for a destination, okay. which that is, I would say, kind of the downfall of being like it's it's. I think it's pretty clear we do everything together. Mm-hmm. Like we, there's no situations where Cheryl will do a wedding here and Joel will do a wedding here, right? So even for destinations, it's it's you know all or nothing. So you know that obviously does add to the cost. The cost you know? Yeah. So it's it's you know I'm, we're hoping to get a few. I mean we've had some interest for like the the typical like mexican destination wedding, okay. that kind of thing but for the most part we're still local but we're trying to start to branch out a little bit within canada like you know west coast would be great but okay yeah yeah and because you guys recently did um you went to was it venice or in paris or something like that you did a little bit of a europe trip where you were doing some yeah it's, on it's Instagram, actually you're doing uh, some shoots a little town called colmar like an hour out of paris and they have a section uh, a little area called little venice because it looks very similar it's actually the town that uh, um, they say Beauty and the original Beauty and the Beast was based off oh, of. Okay. It's all this like German architecture, kind of it's like right near the border of Germany and and France. Um, and uh, yeah, we were just kind of wandering around, and uh, this young couple from Serbia was just kind of hanging out. We started chatting with them, and we're like, "Hey, what are you guys doing later? You want to do a shoot?" And so we did a cute little shoot in this town. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great way to meet new people, kind of outside of our own circle, and also. You know, you're in these destinations and, you know, as much as we like shooting like landscape and that kind of stuff, what we really like shooting is couples, right? So it's, you know, we're in this place and we're like, I just wish we had a bride and groom here. (laughs) So, so yeah, we just kind of strike up conversations where we can and, you know, offer. Yeah. The basis of that trip, though, was to go to Cannes for the Way Up North conference. Um, That was why we were there and we just kind of made that stop uh, beforehand. So Yeah, we had um, never been, so we figured we'd go a week early to... France and just start in Paris and make our way down to the south uh, in time for the conference, which was 
Amazing. And what was the conference? Like, do you mind elaborating a little bit what oh, the conference absolutely. is all about? So, Way Up North is a European photography network, they're I a, guess? Yeah, they're a community, um, and it's, yeah, European-based. Well, the people that started it are actually from Canada, so we were kind of <laughs> giving them heck of, why don't we have this in Canada kind of <laughs> thing. Um, but it was basically... About eight speakers. Um, it was ten in total. It was a two-day yeah. conference. Okay. Um, and we just kind of, yeah, went there and uh, just, yeah, listened to some really epic photographers from around the world and just other people in the wedding industry. And it was really inspiring. Um, we just met other people, and they did kind of like a welcome shoot when we got there the first day. So that was really fun with some vendors um, that they put together. And it's just whenever we leave things like that, we just come back with new ideas and we just want to inspire yeah we're inspired yeah. we just want to use them in uh in winnipeg because yeah, I, we I do feel, try to make an effort yeah. to look outside of our own market for inspiration otherwise it's, it's just it goes in a circle just everybody yeah. kind of you know cannibalizing each other yeah being yeah. each other's yeah. styles and then there's no growth right so we try to look for outside you know photographers that we are doing cool things in places that are just look nothing like you know, what we're used to so that we can, you know, kind of spin it and maybe try and bring something that nobody here is doing so that we can, you know, try to be original and, you know, bring something new to the table for our clients, right? Yeah, you um, distinguish yourself against the rest of the pack that way. Like you're, you, yeah, you, I mean, it, it's not, not just not a really cookie cutter photographer. Yeah, like we hear a lot of, um, and especially at that conference too, a lot of, the, I guess, like the the bigger name photographers in Europe, they even say that they don't follow their friend photographers because they don't want to copy off of them or just mm -hmm. like do something and then feel oh, like they've almost okay. copied it. So, That's I mean, not to say that we're going to like not follow or look at yeah. all of our like peers. We, we because did have we that conversation. That. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, should we unfollow everybody? Because yeah, it is, it's hard not to, you know, you see a cool photo of somebody, you know, Winnipeg's a small city. So you mm -hmm. see some awesome shot and you're like, oh, I have a wedding there next weekend how do I not try and do it? You yeah. know, so sometimes yeah. we'll kind of borrow a little bit, but we'll try and throw our own spin on it. I mean, we say to all of our couples and, and to ourselves, like we never try to repeat ourselves. It's, which is really hard when you shoot in the same venue, like 10 times in a year, but yeah. you know, the, the couple will say like, Oh, can we do this shot? We saw it's like, well, we can, you know, kind of use that as inspiration, but let's do something new for you. Let's, okay. You know, take a different yeah. spin on it. Right. Um, I was actually going to ask that about, um, do you let the couple dictate, and if they want to shoot this, this, and this, you just say, yep, sure, or do you guys always try and mm, point them in the direction? We definitely point. Um, I mean, not to say that we won't take suggestions. Like, we've had a few people just say things like, oh, can we bring you a list of shots on our wedding day? Um, but we really we really want our couples to trust what we're doing. Um, I mean, that's why they're hiring us, right? It's for our expertise, um, whether that be the lighting on the day of, um, the time on the day of, or just how the day's going um, on a wedding in general. Like you can never predict how a true wedding is going to go on the day of. So we just really, we use all of those things to create those shots on the day of. And I mean, like our couples are pretty, all of them are like really cool and they just always end up like liking what we're doing with them. Um, and we kind of just show them as we're going and yeah. we give them a lot of variety too while we're doing it. So um, we know there'll be something in there that they'll like. Yeah, we'd like to think our... <laughs> you know, our brand, if you want to call it, is, is pretty personal in the sense that if, if somebody's hiring us because they sat down, we had coffee for an hour and we chatted and they're hiring us because they can see us, you know, being by their sides for that entire day. I mean, as a wedding photographer, you're almost like a, 
almost part of the bridal party. You're there yeah, for the whole morning, for sure. you know. So, so our couples, you know, especially after we do the engagement session and all that, like, you know, I think they trust us. Um, but yeah, if they're like, hey, this is cool, we'll absolutely, you know, we'll, we'll work it in. You know, sometimes those suggestions come at not an ideal time. So we'll say, hey, you know, we'll come back when the lighting is, you know, here opposed to right this second or, you know, I love that idea. But, you know, how about we try it this way? Just, you know, not everybody obviously understands lighting and angles and yeah. how photography works. So you kind of have to educate your clients. And and that must be kind of tough. You know, if you say you try not to repeat yourselves, I mean, that must be like, I, I am not generally really a portrait photographer. I mean, I've done a couple family sessions here and there. And I struggle with trying to come up with ideas. So I don't know if it's, do you find it's because of the experience it's easier for you guys to come up with always new things or is it always a struggle? You know, it's, it's not like a conscious thing where we're like, it, it, it's, well, yeah, that's the wrong way of saying it, but we do it for ourselves. Yeah. It's, you know, we've already got that shot. So we want to do something different to challenge ourselves because the second we get bored with doing this, you know, that's, that's just the detriment to any wedding photographer. People don't really get into wedding photography to get rich. It's because they love doing it. Yeah. Right? Um, so we want to keep ourselves inspired and, and trying th- new things, you know, really gets us amped up. And, uh, we hope that our couples see that and see how much, you know, passion we pour into like trying something new with them. It's not to say that once we've done a shot, we'll just never do it again. We just try to change it a little bit because it would, to me, I don't like delivering a photo that, looks identical to something we did the week before that when I see that it just shows me that like okay so is that are they just working off a shot list is it like you know some cookie cutter thing they do every time you know like we really and we definitely bounce ideas off of each other before weddings for sure we're like okay well you know we'll do our basis as we call it between ourselves that we know the shots that are the shots that we have to get for what couples would really want, I guess you could say. Um, but then those creatives, that's what we kind of discuss ahead of time where it's like, okay, we're going to maybe go at this time. Um, we'll light it this way this time, um, but maybe just try it from this angle. So there is for sure some planning ahead of time that we do have to do for those. Um, but yeah, like you said, we don't we try not to repeat it. Do you find it difficult if... Like for people who are listening who don't know Winnipeg, Winnipeg is about 750,000 people, maybe 800,000. Um, I mean, every city has its cliche spots. Do you find it difficult to keep coming up with, if you'd rather be going to the Forks or the Exchange, to try and not keep repeating? Like, do you find it difficult to try and come up with something new or do you enjoy the challenge? I enjoy I mean, the challenge. You're going to yeah. go to the same places. Exactly, yeah. And the it's forks, inevitable. Yeah, the Forks is a great example, actually. We've done... So many sessions, whether they be like our love story engagements or even just weddings in general. Um, And again, we have those, I guess there's like locations and all of these things, but we'll again use that location in a different way. Mm -hmm. So we've, and yeah, I like the challenge. It's No day is made the same. You know, the lighting is always different. So although, you know, trying to think of an example. uh, Okay, I I know there's one I really appreciated. Yeah, sure. It was uh, at the Basilica. It was looking up into the tower through the ring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. like that shot blew my yeah. mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we got a lot of response <laughs> on that. See, and that's one that's really fun to do. So, when you know, in talking about, like, not repeating ourselves, that concept, we've done it, uh, uh, I can't speak, 
wedding hangover, I'm telling you. It's <laughs> two days well, of weddings being on. I can barely, my brain's that's not tough. today. <laughs> we forgive you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Most of us couldn't do that. But that whole concept of kind of looking up with just the hands in, um, you know, whether it be holding the ring or something like that, we have definitely done that before, but we try to frame it differently or light it differently yeah. or give it a different color tone. It was almost like a Sistine Chapel type moment. Like there's a hand reaching for the ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, it was, yeah, just, and, it was you know, good. I'm not going to say that we came up with that out of midair. We've seen concepts like that. It's just kind of like, okay, how can we do it? Put our and, own spin yeah, on it. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. So I guess that's what you can say is we'll grab that whole inspiration thing from other, you know, like whether it be the European photographers or whatnot, or but we'll not try even to like painting. Like yeah. Art, or we'll know. just bring that to um, Winnipeg and what can we do here with that sort of mm-hmm. idea? Okay. So. But yes, with the Basilica in general, like we've shot there, I don't know, dozens of times. Um, you know, sometimes depending on the time of day we're there, we're, you know, okay, well, let's get the shot of in front of the entire, you know, burnt so down the whole ruins of yeah, the church. So everybody can see that. You know, get that, because that's kind of the shot that most people have in their head. I want my bridal party all lined up on the stairs, and, uh, um, you know, that's kind of what you would expect. Yeah. We get that out of the way. All right, now let's play. How's the sun coming in here this time of day, on this day? Okay, we have a cool, you know, one little ray of light coming through here. Let's let's try and place, you know, her in the light and him in the shadow, that kind of thing. Um, so it's just, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going here. But That's it's okay. Just, it's just, you know, we, we kind of cover our bases. We get what we think the couple expects us to get. And then, and then we go and then we play and around, and yeah. And that's try something new. that is a huge thing about um, <clears throat> what we tell of our couples too is, I guess a lot of couples when planning their uh, wedding timelines and things like that, they will really think about different locations and oh, I need like three, four locations for photos on my wedding days. When that's really not the case, um, because you know the more time we have to play and get creative in just one single spot. Um, the more we can come up with and just really give like different things for our couples and different aspects, different angles, different whatever it may be for them. We kind of joke, we, you know, we'd say like we'd rather spend four hours in a McDonald's than go to five different epic locations because, you know, it's, it's just finding the little things. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, where should we where should we go for photos? What's the most epic place? We don't need a lot. We just need time to work. You know, I think a big co- common misconception in photography in general is, you know, oh, this, you know, this is a photographer. This is just somebody who invested a lot of time and money into gear. And we are not gearheads whatsoever. We use just the tools we need and we just need the time to analyze light and just come up with concepts and, and, you know, find compositions in, in anywhere. We really, sometimes we'll avoid the obvious, Mm -hmm. the obvious shot, the, you know, the, bridge in the background that kind of thing you know when there's a fountain on the property we steer clear the other way because the last thing we want <laughs> is a fountain in the background yeah. <laughs> you know we try to avoid you know the things that people would expect from seeing wedding photography in the 90s you know yeah okay i just want to get back to one other thing that you yeah. mentioned about um when you're traveling so you go out and look for like that couple that you shot uh, so you just strike up a conversation and then say you want to do a session? We're well, open. Yeah, we're open to, we're it. Open we to it. Yeah, it's not like we're like going there and be like, who can we find? Um, but it's the the few couples that we have found, um, it's literally been, you know, we see a couple trying to take a cell phone photo of themselves, trying to take a selfie. Um, I'll kind of walk up and just say, hey, do you want me to take that photo for you guys? And we're like, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then we just kind of, you know, like introduce ourselves of like, hey, we actually – like do this <laughs> professionally well, um like yeah what's the rest of your trip look like that sort of thing um which is kind of funny because 
the ones that have really like took us up on the offer um, have recently like been engaged and stuff. And although they don't live, you know, we've had one can we, from. Can we tell their their story? Yeah, there's one. So we in were in Italy. Italy last year, and we were hiking the Cinque Terre. I'm probably say butchering that name, but it's a uh, it's a UNESCO World Heritage um, Site, True. and it's these five gorgeous towns where there's like a epic hike between them it's it's nuts and we were hiking it and we're just walking past this couple and they stopped us and they're like hey do you think you could take a photo and we're like yeah i think we could probably manage <laughs> um so we took a photo of them it turns out they were from uh wisconsin and minnesota separately she was studying in florence um for like a six-month period and he had flown out to see her okay uh, they had been separated for months and that was their well the next day was going to be their last day together um before he goes back and before she finishes her study. So we got to talking and we ended up doing, lining up a session with them the next morning. And it was just such a, they really embraced it and they, and they, they, they felt it because it was that we're about to part. And we just got a message from them a couple months ago saying, you know, we absolutely, we look at those photos all the time, you know, our relationships getting, uh, you know, deeper and whatnot. And we just can't imagine having anybody else, you know, would you be willing to come to the States to do it? And I mean, absolutely. So it's going to be like in Minnesota or Wisconsin, something like that, something like that. But it was just, it was forming that connection. And, you know, now we still chat on Instagram here and there, you know, like we get messages from them and here and there, we get to follow along their lives. I think she's done school now and he's a pro golfer. So it's cool to like see all his stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's just, it's about meeting people and just making the connections. And that's what I think a lot of just like photography and business in general actually is just about and just mm-hmm. you know it just one thing leads to another thing so it just it's yeah, yeah it's worked out for us nicely and so, so these like when you're doing this in Italy or whatever and you're talking are these are these compensated gigs or is it kind of like we'll just no. do them and it's like no. a portfolio they, they thing. often offer but we're yeah. happy to do it I mean we're in these gorgeous places and we just want to try stuff and you know when you're not being paid to do something you have full creative control to just do anything wacky yeah. you want. And, and now it leads to a, a paid job. Exactly. Well, and that's, and that's what I mean. It's almost like karma, right? Where it's yeah. like, you know, it goes around, comes around and it's just, it's good vibes. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. you do something and they just appreciate it and just make that relationship like with them. And then, you know, if they do end up getting married and it's just, will be the first that yeah. they It's It's of. never <laughs> the goal though. It's, it's just, we love what yeah. we do. And you know, every time we go somewhere, it's just, Oh, we wish we had a wedding here. We wish I had a couple here to work with. <laughs> and when it works out, we're happy to offer. Yeah. That's very yeah. cool. Very cool. Um, just changing gears here a little bit, uh, back to some stuff I found on your website under This Is Us, uh, just to talk about you two, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Uh, it says that, I figure since it's on the website, it's public, <laughs> so we can talk <laughs> about it. Um, it says, we met in 2008, and we knew we were, meant to, uh, we were meant to be together after one fateful night of Disney karaoke and wine. I want to talk you about want, that. You want to go or should I? Sure. Um, so, uh, well, we met because I was living with three other roommates. Actually, Kyle Schrapper being one of them. Oh, no. And, yeah, that's, uh, that's how yeah, we met Kyle. That's yeah. how yeah, we met. So I was living yeah with a friend. Um, and uh, he uh, brought Kyle over. And Kyle would bring Joel over. And uh, we just kind of all became friends that way. And just like a big group. And then um, just one night I was actually with one of my girlfriends and we were sitting in our grade 12 grad dresses and we were having a grad and wine night yeah it wasn't even it wasn't even graduation though we just wanted to wear our dresses I mean, how many how many times do you get to wear exactly. it exactly yeah. so you we were doing that, that. So this was like to be clear this was like 
what, four years after, after graduation? graduation. <laughs> yeah. A goof. And so we were just sitting watching TV, and then Joel was just coming over that night to hang with the guys, and then we just had an idea of, like, hey, let's just all get dressed up and head to Limelight. Yeah. It was, like, a Wednesday night. It was just yeah. so random. Was really I love that. Yeah, in the middle so of the... So we ended up... Yeah, I think yeah. Phil had a suit that fit me, so we yeah. all suited up, and we went to Limelight and we told l- everybody it was our grad night. We said it was, like, our university <laughs> grad. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. we just Which, all went there. Which, wasn't it, like... And- in March, like I don't know why I, anybody I believed know. this, but I, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, at the time I was trying to court the young lady, and uh, I know she's a huge Disney fan, so I I, uh, I had um, the karaoke DJ or what have you play uh, a song from Aladdin. Aladdin, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, classic, yeah, and just uh, <laughs> I made him call her up because it's a duet. A whole, a whole new whole world. New world. Yeah, there it is. When I read this, I thought yeah. this was like karaoke in someone's living room. No, I didn't no. think this we went was to like limelight. Shit karaoke, <laughs> dolled up. Making somewhat of a fool of ourselves, and yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure I hooked her after that. Yeah, so that was that, was that <laughs> and we actually have some film photos from, like, a really, really yeah. old camera of that night, which yeah. is really funny, but, yeah. That's cool. I'm really <laughs> glad I asked that. Um, it goes on to say that you guys got married in 2016 mm-hmm. and now help guide couples through their own wedding days and do whatever it takes to get them the best wedding photography experience that we can. Mm-hmm. So you recently... Oh, I don't know if recently is the right term, but you haven't done this full time for a long time. Nope. For this, we just hit our one year anniversary a month ago. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thank you. How long did you folks do it part time? Mm-hmm. I started 10 years ago. Well, we. Well, I okay. should say uh, at this point, I, yeah. I'll get into that, but black and gold part time yeah. before you went full time. 2010. Okay. And then, yeah, uh, yeah you started. So, yeah, it. so, I mean, I, should we, I'll just back well, up a little bit. So, yeah. what happened is once we started dating, Cheryl at the time was working part time at Sears Portrait Studio. Okay. Because yes. I was, I'm gonna, I was going to get into that. So, I love interviewing you guys. You guys are great to interview. I don't even yeah. have to ask the question. So, what happened, you know, we were, I, how old are you, 21, 22, something like that? Yeah, I was, um, yeah, I was just working at yeah, Sears so she was, part time. She was in university, kind of working part time. I was just moving to Winnipeg I, from Steinbeck. Um, and, uh, I was just kind of looking for a job and, um, Cheryl mentioned that, you know, there might be a full-time position at Sears Portrait mm-hmm. at the time, not really uh, into photography. I took a photography class in, in, uh, in uh, high school. It was a lot of fun. Um, but you know, at the time I never really saw it as a career, which I'm sure a lot of young people, I mean, maybe that's changed now with, you know, the Instagram culture, but back then it seemed more of like a, you know, a bit of a hobby, hobby. I guess. Anywho, um. So I ended up taking the job as like an assistant manager with Sears Portrait Studio at a, a, a different studio where Cheryl was working. And after about six months, we ended up getting moved to the same studio, St. Patel, which is now closed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we ended up kind of being manager and assistant manager for about a year and a half or so there. And uh, in that time, just kind of like learning like the raw basics of like, how do kids react when you do this? How do we you know, just like the posing simple posing basics, thing, yeah. you know, just creating <laughs> shapes with heads and all that. Um, you know, Sears portrait back in the day, you couldn't even change camera settings. It was all locked in by corporate. You couldn't do anything. And was this film? No. Or was it digital? Hey, she started um, film. I started film and then they had recently, they had switched over to digital like six yeah. months after I'd started. Okay. Yeah. And, and you guys were also together at this point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were. Um, so, yeah, we were not strangers to working together because that's kind of how we started our relationship is yeah. working together for okay. about <laughs> two years or so. Um, yeah, so kind of like getting the basics of, like, photography and, like, you know, from at the time, I think it was more of just a 
a job really, but we started to like really enjoy it and felt so just pigeonholed into the, the way they did things that eventually we just bought a camera. And I think, uh, I think we booked our first wedding in 2011. It was a, somebody Cheryl went to high school with and her and I shot it together. Um, you know, we were doing newborn sessions and family sessions, just friends and family. That's how you start, right? It's just yeah. your own network and mm-hmm. doing it for next to nothing and just kind of like learning. And, you know, you have the, that learning curve of, oops, I messed this up or, hey, this was really fun. What did I do right, you know? Um, and then uh, that kind of just snowballed, I think, for a few years. I was doing maybe three to five weddings a year, but I was doing it solo. Cheryl wasn't, at the time, wasn't really focused on that. And then uh, right around the time we got engaged, so what, 2015, I guess, um, we had I had a, booked a wedding with another one of Cheryl's friends, and instead of getting a second shooter, I just said, you know, Cheryl, why don't you just second shoot with me? And I had been bringing second shooters al- along with me, and after we did that wedding, like, it was our, it was the best one I had done, and it was all thanks to having her there, just, like, noticing things that I didn't notice, you know, just expressions, the way her hair was, and things like that, that just, as a guy, I sometimes overlook. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, that kind of, like, sparked it, and uh, we took things a lot more serious, and started developing a plan, um, which took us maybe a year and a half to start building up. You know, last year, we had about 18, 19 weddings, um, or sorry, the year prior. Um, like the last year part-time? Yeah. Okay. So we kind of just, you know, saved everything we could so that we would have that buffer zone, and then uh, yeah, last we, year... Yeah, we made a very, like, I guess, strategic plan of, like, leaving our nine-to-fives of if we can hit this many weddings um, a year in advance, because that's kind of how far people book in advance, um, and we'll just, we'll give it a shot. Like, now's the time to do it, and... Mm-hmm. Last year we hit that goal, so we just we made the move, and now we're yeah. It's been now really it's, great. Now it's I mean, been great. Yeah. Our, our first, you know, we, there's obviously a slow season and a busy season, especially in Winnipeg with winter and whatnot. So our first slow season was was interesting. Kind of like had a couple weeks throughout there where it was like, oh, we don't have a shoot for like three weeks. What do yeah. we do with ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> but that's also the the time that we just start digging in and creating our blog posts and like really analyzing our own customer experience and like right. how can we make that better. So yeah. we created. Um, you know, love story session um, guides so to help people like, you know, color coordinate and plan for their sessions and find locations that mean something to them and just kind of like picking apart our business. And I think we're going to probably do that again after this busy season to try and improve. Like we're always just trying to just trying to get better for our clients so that we can keep having clients that we like working with really. (laughs) And on your website too, it says that you were kind of interactive DJ on the wedding scene. (laughs) Yeah, well, long time. That was. We I, actually both did that too. Yeah, we both oh, okay. did that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I was like 18, 19. Uh, I was in school for audio engineering, actually, and I had a friend that was DJing on the side, you know, 50 bucks a night kind of thing on okay. a Friday night just to make a little coin. So I tried it, and my dad was actually a DJ, so it kind of felt like a. Uh, I don't know. A fit. Yeah, it was, like a, it was a point of pride or something like that. Okay. You know? um, so I did that for a couple of years, like just really part-time. I was not very good. 
And then I, <laughs> I had done a couple of gigs like with my older cousin. He has um, a DJ company that he's been doing for, I don't know, 20 years now, I would say. Um, so then even before we met and then when we did meet um, and he was like, oh, I DJ. And I'm like, I kind of do, too. And we yeah. then we ended up. Together, yeah, too. we did a few gigs together. Um, and that was, I guess, just our very first introduction into the wedding scene Yeah, was okay. DJing. But yeah. I, after a couple of years, I realized that this is not where my passion. I love music, but yes, yeah, I was. I got a little stage fright, you know, mm. trying to do cool things like, you know, all the mixing and whatnot yeah. that people do. And I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And, and and then you also worked at Don's Photo. I did, yeah, right? for a bit. Um, there was a time, actually it was right after working at Sears, where I was making the decision to do I go into photography school and, you know, fork out that kind of money and that time, or do I just, you know, take a simple job at a, at a camera store, which... I highly recommend. I think that's a great place to learn. I learned from so many people that I worked with. Customers would come in and we would just chat about, you know, their shoots, things like that. So I got a really good education there. And also, you know, uh, the odd time I'd be able to like play with new gear, that kind of stuff, you know, take it out of the store and try it out sometimes, you know, um, and just really get a feel for that industry. Okay. Um, I think I was there for probably less than a year. Um, but I, uh, highly recommend that, you know, yeah, you can still learn a lot even in less than a year, especially yeah. just playing I mean, with the gear and yeah, talking like to people. we're, we're self-taught. I mean, YouTube, school of YouTube, yeah. it's all there, but I mean, really when it comes down to it, it's just, you got to put in the time. It's just experience and, and even weddings that we do now, it's like, we're still learning stuff, um, or just things that we can improve on. It's just do yeah, it as much. I hope that never stops. Yeah. 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 Well, you guys have a humble attitude because I mean, to me, you guys are some of the best in the whole city. And just to hear that you guys, you know, saying that you always have stuff to learn and I, I just, that's a really good attitude to have. Well, we appreciate that. It's, we're still, I, I'm still working on accepting compliments because <laughs> two years, three years ago, I was, I was uh, in it, awe of all these people and just. It's good know. though to look back um, at your own work to just kind mm-hmm. of use that too as inspiration. It's like we look at weddings from like five years ago and it's like, man, like just look at where we've come from that and just like how much. Um, yeah, we've just like improved in that and, mm-hmm. and it just, I don't know, that kind of Sometimes I look, look back five years ago and I'm actually kind of impressed at how little we knew at that time, Yeah, but it still looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how would you say your style has changed over the years? Every year. Yeah. Every, every year. year. Even like, evolving. even from like beginning to wedding season to end of wedding season. Um, I think in some cases, mm-hmm. even whether that's like editing or just, um, just things that we're kind of going for like for example last year I think we were we were pretty pose based I guess you can say you know we'd go into weddings with like okay I'm gonna try this pose and this pose etc but then this year it's really about emotion and just getting um just making people or I just I hope when they see our photos they just they get a feel yeah feeling Mm -hmm. more than just like oh it's a pretty photo yeah Yeah, a couple years ago I think there was there was you know some I'm losing track of time, maybe two years ago. Um, you know, we, there was a string of weddings where we just felt like at a loss for like, oh, what do we do next? And we got really hung up on posing. So we wanted to master posing. So we just, we came up with, we analyzed our own work, other people's stuff and just like, okay, we need to have like, you know, 20 poses in the back of our head that we can bust out. Um, so we got really good at that. Um, but then we started to look back and we realized that, you know, some of our stuff is a little stiff. From, from that time. It looks great, but it's a little stiff. So now, like Cheryl was saying, like we, we want to, we don't pose as much uh, anymore. We guide. So we'll have, 
you know, we'll, we'll find, you know, the location we want, the spot, you know, where the light's coming in and we'll, we'll give them a starting point, but then we'll give them an action, whether, you know, make them laugh or make them, yeah, just, we just want reactions from people. Yeah. Sometimes I'll say really stupid stuff just to get that, um, how do I say it? Like I'll, I'll give them a really weird direction where I'm not actually wanting to take that photo. I'm wanting to take the photo of what their the, reaction to what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like I'm, it's, it's, I have fun with it. I think yeah. people think I'm crazy on wedding days. To be <laughs> I get a little hyper. I totally, that's good though. It's good to have a photographer who knows what he's doing yeah. or knows what they're doing <laughs> and is for lack of a better term, bossy because you can't be a pushover, just a passive photographer. Cause then the pictures are going to look like crap. Yeah. It takes a, it takes a, Certain personality. I know a lot of photographers have said, you know, I shot a wedding. Or I mean, you don't want to be a total jerk, but no. I mean, sometimes you, can't you have be... to be a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's you... a fine line. Yeah. That's when I'll tame him down. I'll be like, okay, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've, not, I've talked to a lot of photographers, um, you know, in, from different lanes who have said, yeah, I've done a couple weddings, but I just, I, I can't do it. I just don't like it, which is so weird to me because. As somebody who like just truly loves like all aspects of photography, wedding days are the perfect combination. Like you can't name a style of photography that isn't in a wedding day. Macro photography, ring shots, details, sport photography, the kids running around. That's uh, true. You know, landscape. When you're in these, you know, awesome spots, you can you know big wide shots. You're just throwing a couple people in there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, it, and the list goes on. So um, I really love that because it really keeps me on my toes. I get to like. Yeah, just kind of implement all these different styles of photography into one day. You know, you you're a big night fan of night photography. We actually insist for you know any wedding that allows for it at least um, that we do our nightcap at the end of the night. We bring them out when it's dark, uh, which is sometimes hard in the middle of June and doesn't get dark till like eleven. But um, where we try to you know we bust out a softbox or just some flashes and and we try to create something that looks completely different from the rest of their day. Okay. Um, you know, and some of that, sometimes that's just for us because we love doing it. And usually that's their favorite photo, right? It's kind of unique. You don't see stuff like that Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. It's hard to do, you know, you're exhausted by that time. You know, it's, it's hard to push yourself sometimes to like, Hey, I know we're tired. I know, and, We're and allowed not, to leave at this point. Yeah, but let's, and not let's only that, sometimes the couple's tired by that point too. Yeah. They're already in the middle of like you know partying and dancing. They don't want to be tipsy. pulled away, yeah. yeah, from their guests. <laughs> but we just we really you know we tell them ahead of time too of their day. It's like you know you guys like this is going to be a really epic shot. Like just come with us for five more minutes and yeah, we make and, it pretty yeah. painless. Like I'll usually sneak away. I'll go set it up first, do the the light test, text Cheryl, bring them, and uh, they walk up. Two seconds. We're done. Go back. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, have a great night. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool idea. Um, one thing I've noticed over the last number of years, and this is kind of like in reference to that question I asked about style changing. And since you guys have done it for a while, like 10 years or so, um, what do you think of, like to me anyway, wedding shots or portraits anyway, are they a lot more um, kind of like moody or color corrected than they were? years ago, like a lot more vibrant greens. I don't really know how to describe it, but like vibrant greens, vibrant yellow, everything pops a little bit more. The blacks are black, a lot of use of lighting versus just like a, a just a typical photo. Like, I don't know if I'm making sense here, but yeah. So, so you're saying that you're noticing that more today over the last couple of years. And I like it. Like I think, yeah. uh, couples photography or uh, weddings, I think they look so much better than say 10 or 15 years ago when it was just a photo. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, um, that had very minimal corrections done. Now it's very tonal and like, yeah, it just looks like amazing. A, a lot of um, what goes into wedding photography, obviously, is well, 
uh, like end. yeah, the back end of it, um, meaning like presets, and you know, it's like we even have like our own like base presets that we obviously like we start with, um, but Which obviously we've created. We don't. It's yeah, don't it's our just yeah, go buy it's dirty our, boots, messy hairs, and expect no, no. your wedding photography <laughs> yeah. to be amazing. No, it's our it's our own <laughs> presets. Yeah, it's a lot of effort to do presets. It is. People don't realize that. Yeah, yeah, so. and it, they don't they don't just work on every single shot. I mean, you it's yeah. it's a base, and really, it's all about just maintaining the same kind of tone curve and your your own color tones, um, just to have that consistency. Because uh, you know, if you're a few years back, I. I edited every shot solo by itself. I wouldn't sync anything really. I would just, how do I want this one to look? Mm -hmm. It took me way more time, but I also found that uh, there was some serious inconsistencies. So, you know, in order to improve that, um, yeah, we started kind of just developing these presets that we would use as a base. And then we, you know, obviously still go through and correct every single one um, for that, but that's helped. But yeah, as far as, you know, to your point, and I'm sure there'll be an ebb to the flow. Um, you know, things might come back where it is a little bit more neutral looking. Um, but I think it's just people just wanting to. Um, to uh, how's, there's how just do I, it's like I don't a know. There's effect. Like, yeah. You there's know, people see a photo they love, so they try to, you know, just push it a little bit more. But Lightroom, I really think it's just a Lightroom thing. You know, I mean, if you're talking 20 years ago from now, it's having that 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 platform to be able to tweak more. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, as far as the style, like, I don't think there's just one style where, it, you know, there's trends, I suppose, but mm -hmm. it's not like everybody's moving in the same direction. There's, I can think of 10 different photographers in the city that have every different kind of style. You know, some people are really punchy. Some people are, you know, a little bit more raw. Um, for us, we do evolve. I mean, right now I'm, I'm loving a, a bit more of a flatter um, look, bringing, in, bringing back some more color. Um, you know, a few years ago it was, I was a little bit more on the tonal side, like you're mentioning, where it's a little bit more desaturated, a lot more contrasty. Um, but I mean, we do kind of edit for the day. Okay. We don't really just have a, yeah, like it, it'll be very, if it's like an overcast day, it's going to look obviously way, not way different, but it will look different than if it's a bright sunny day. Well, also um, what they're wearing, yeah. you know, if, if we had a wedding two weeks ago, Bride told me her favorite color is blue. Every touch of the wedding, blue accents everywhere. So I edited a little bit cooler than I normally would because I know she loves blue. <laughs> She's going to want that blue sky to pop. She's going to want that look. If, if we were to warm everything up, you know, it might not have that same tone. So we do kind of, we fluctuate a little bit um, to make it unique, to make it them as much as possible. Okay. Do you guys um, prefer certain types of settings like do you prefer traditional indoor or church weddings you know kind of like where it's a darker church or whatever or do you prefer like something where it's outside or very bright and airy or does it not matter um i'm sure one's harder than the other yeah uh we definitely prefer weddings where i think everything is happening in the same place um yeah. so if it's a wedding venue you know they can have the ceremony there um, and the reception there versus just like, you know, traveling from a church to a different location for the reception, et cetera. Um, it's just, again, it's being in that one spot with more time. Um, we can just do a lot more for them. That's really what it comes down to. You know, I, I think what you're asking is like, do you do we work like working in, uh, you know, like, like you said, the dark churches or, you know, the pretty open fields. Either is fine for us. We like a challenge. Uh, you know, we love shooting new places um but really it comes back to just having the time because we've seen days where we spend more time driving than we spend time shooting which what that ends up being is all we have time to do is kind of what you would expect 
you know, the, the simple portraits, you know, we only have 15 minutes. Well, we have to at least get these Mm -hmm. before we can even start getting creative. Um, so when we do have those days where, listen, we have two hours of like getting ready time where they're just hanging out. Okay. Well now, you know, we'll get those makeup shots and whatnot, but now we have an hour to just do whatever we want. That's when we can really start to just do unique things or, you know, whatever, really. Um, you know, uh, I like to say, because you know, we, we kind of keep talking about time, um, I like to say, you know, obviously the definition of photography is like, you know, light writing or it's the study of light or what have you. My argument is actually the study of time. It's things happening and in those moments. Obviously, light plays a, po- a part in that. But for, for us, it's all about time, you know. At this conference we went to, um, we uh, one of the speakers, uh, Cy Moore, he's a film photographer from New Zealand, and he just lit a fire under our butts with this. Um, I'm going to butcher exactly what he was saying, but he was kind of describing to the cloud, crowd, he was trying to amp us all up by making us all feel good about kind of what we do, you know, uh, as photographers or wedding photographers, I guess, specifically. But, you know, he was talking about, uh, you know, I don't know how far the sun is away from Earth, but it's like 500 million miles. He's like, you guys have to understand that you're alchemists. You know, you take starlight from 500 million miles away that travels to Earth at that specific second, and you capture it in a bottle, you know? Um, So we try to take that approach. So again, just coming back to time, giving us more time to play with you guys um, will always yield better results than, you know, having five minutes in the perfect location. Okay. Um, What's the hardest location you've ever shot at? Hmm. Millennium Center? That or the Met. What part of the Millennium Center? It's all green marble. So in like the banking hall? Because yeah. the one yeah. wedding party I've been in, we did photos in the Millennium Center, but we did most of, actually all of them in that boardroom. Yeah, yeah which is nice that's, in the boardroom. That's a nice But boardroom. for the reception, it's, it's is a weird Yeah, it, everything does have a green tone to it for sure. Um, but it's also cool because, you know, you can get up top, um, there's like a balcony with all these like pillars and stuff like yeah. that. So you can do some it's really a, cool It's stuff. a good stuff. It's a good place for creatives, but if uh, just like general wedding shots and mm-hmm. stuff, it's a little trickier. Mostly because of the, just the... Uh, the temperatures of yeah. the color. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think speaking in temperature, that's probably the hardest situation is when it's plus 45. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I meant more like the, <laughs> like the I understand what you're okay, saying. Yeah. But <laughs> as far as, uh, yeah, as far as location, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, we like the, we like variety. We like the challenge. So even in a tough location, you know, a well, gymnasium reception that isn't maybe the fanciest thing, whatever, like we'll make it work. It, it'll be cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's what, really just... What was hard about the Met? Um, it's just... Uh, I like the, the Met. Yeah, the lighting, though, sometimes. Like, if, they're, if they choose to do the ceremonial on the stage, um, okay. you just kind of have to set the lights up in the balcony, which is fine, but it just... It's just a little trickier, I would It's say. quite it's, dark, so it's yeah. it's hard to shoot at the rate that we do. Like, we have to slow down a lot, and we shoot a lot. Like, Cheryl has... We have... We had two weddings this past weekend, two weddings the weekend before, and we were super busy last weekend. So this week is kind of crunch time. So Cheryl has 26,000 photos to go through from those four weddings. Um, And it's because we're just, we're we're hard on our shutters. We just, we fly, we shoot a lot, and uh, we want to capture every moment. You know, we're, I think we average like five photos a second or something like that. So we're talking like 5,000 photos each for a wedding, or does Cheryl Um, shoot more than you would, or...? I think I overshoot a little bit more. At the end of a wedding day, between the two of us, we'll come back with anywhere from 5,000 to 8,000 photos. Yeah, we just just broke a new record on Saturday with 
yeah, over 8,000. Yeah. But oh. that was on a 12 hour day. It was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just for people who are listening who aren't familiar with these locations, the Met is a metropolitan theater. It's an old, it's like a hundred year old theater in Winnipeg. Uh, and then the Millennium Center is a hundred and some year old bank that is now a reception hall. So yeah. just to, if you want to, by all means, Google it. You can find lots of pictures. Um, especially the Millennium Center, yours truly. I've shot a lot of photos in there. <laughs> um, not really so much of the banking hall, but of everywhere else, but you'll get the idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, what type of gear do you use? I'm going to be that stereotypical yeah, question no for the gearheads that are just dying for the last Absolutely. 43 minutes. Uh, I mean, as I said, we're not really gearheads. Um, you know, I, I used to be. I used to be really snobbish and, and pixel peeper. You know, if it's not perfectly <laughs> sharp, it's trash, throw it out. I personally, I don't care anymore. I actually like motion blur. I like crane. I like something that looks real, you know? Um, but yeah, our gear, uh, Nikon D750s uh, bodies, which are full-frame Nikon cameras. Um, and then we use mainly fixed lenses. So we rock a 20, a 35, a 50, an 85. Uh, 70 to 200. 70 to 200 and a 105 macro. Those are all, sorry, I kind of flipped through those really quick. quick. Um, 20 mil 1.8. They can pause it. People can pause and rewind. 35, 1.8, 50, 1.4, 85, 1.8. Yeah. Uh, it got to be fast. got to be fast lenses. Yeah, that's yeah. more important. But I also, you know, as much as I'd love to have the, the best, the best, the best, I, do, I never want to miss a shot because I'm worried about, you know, uh, being super gentle on my gear. Like, we're pretty hard. If I need to change a lens, I'm ripping it off, I'm chucking it in the bag, and I'm grabbing the one I want. Um, I prefer to have stuff that if it breaks, whatever, $500 lens, $600 lens, we'll go get, go to, go get another one tomorrow. Um, you know, I like to be agile, uh, in this, you know, the gear that's out there right now, it's all good. You know, it's, it's more important what, how you use it and what you're doing with it than, yeah. you know, do you shoot Nikon, Canon, Sony, Nikon, Nikon, Nikon D750s? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Actually, sorry. Yeah, I think you said that. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's not really so much about the gear; it's how you use it. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you back up your photos? And I ask that because I know you guys put something on a story or something a little while back yeah. about backing up twice as soon as you get home or something. And I know it's actually funny because you were, were sitting beside a bag full of four weddings right now of memory yeah. cards. Oh, so that's the <laughs> nuclear football sitting yeah. right beside. Yeah, that me. is right in there. We have a hard drive and about I don't know thirty memory cards in there, all full. Um, so we don't let the cards leave our sides until the wedding's done. So everywhere we go, we have them with us. Um, we keep a hard drive at home in a safe, fire safe, and, uh... We'll basically upload them to a hard drive as soon as we get home from the wedding, just so the we have... Yes, the RAWs, which takes um, a couple hours sometimes, depending on the day. So we just at least have those on one hard drive. Um, we have the cards with us, and then it's really about um, just even editing the photos and getting them out quickly as possible so they're on our online platform and then that way yeah. um, it's online. So it's at be- that that's point... That's the best backup plan ever yeah. is get them done fast. Yeah. So they're on the hard drive. They're also on the cards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're also going to be in Lightroom, I guess, when you import them into Lightroom. So then your computer. When do you decide to delete stuff? Like, do you keep... Like, you must have a lot of memory cards. And then you got your hard drives. Mm-hmm. Like, how long yeah. would you keep a wedding ever, for? Forever. Yeah, forever? like the... The one star, like the the photos that we're delivering, um, those will keep forever, like raws on our hard drives. Usually once a so year. Keep the raws and the processed. Yep. 
Okay. Yes. Yeah, because I, I have uh, this vision of when we're, I'm old and retired and too old to shoot, I'm going to want to go back and re-edit all my fo- favorite photos. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> That's and interesting. Then, and then they'll be online forever, uh, on, like yeah. on our um, platform as yeah. well. No, we I would use. say once a year, we'll go back. We, we try to leave some leeway in case, you know, somebody passes away and, you know, the bride comes to us and says, you know what, uh, you know, do you have any other photos of grandma you know what ha- what you know so we do have that option to maybe dig i mean it's rare that's never happened i think there was one time where we did an engagement session with a the dog was in the photos and he passed away like that day after so she just wants she's like give me every photo you have um but i mean the ones we give them are the good ones yeah right like it's there's mm-hmm. not much point so we, once a year we'll go through all the raws that we just kind of chucked we'll uh, we'll actually give them a final delete because uh, it does take up take a lot up of space because yeah. uh, i'm obsessed with backing up because years ago i lost that white macbook up there mm. crashed on me once i lost everything on it so then ever since then i've got like three hard drives of duplicates like one and a half terabytes is each drive yeah. and so everything my photos my video everything i back up and it's like i'm obsessed yeah, yeah we, but then i'm always interested to see what other people do because mm-hmm. i'm not like a pro photographer who's taking eight thousand photos every weekend mm-hmm that people are paying me big money so I don't have that stress. I'm always wondering what other people do. I mean, we use the best hard drives we can, money can buy. We use the best memory cards money can buy. Uh, I've never had a card fail. Yeah, we've we never had a really card well. crash or um, anything. You know, step number one, never delete from the camera. That's just asking for your card to corrupt. Format every single time. Like, we're, mm-hmm. we're very um, uh, methodical about how we treat our cards. Um, so we've never had any issues with them. How many cards do you have on a rotation? I have no idea. We use mainly 32 gig Sandisk Extreme Pros. There's probably about 30 of them. Okay, that's what I was going to guess, like probably 20, 30 cards. Yeah. I mean, every couple months, we'll just go buy a handful of them just to make sure we have extras. And, um, and sorry, I'm not familiar with the Nikon. Do they take, is it compact flash? Is SD. it SD? SD. Oh, so it's only SD. Yeah. yeah. It's not like the Canon, that stupid system, or one's an SD no. and one's a compact flash. No, and that's part of the reason why we've stuck with the 750s, too, is we like that dual card slot, um, you know, the swivel screen. They're light. They're small. Um, I mean, I understand there are cameras out there with better, uh, you know, megapixel count, but I just, I don't think that's what it's all about. I think it's the best tool for the job. Once you get into the 20 megapixels, it doesn't really make a huge difference. Like, yeah. You don't need 50. Yeah. And I mean, you know, with some of these 50 megapixel cameras, I mean, uh, imagine the hard drives we'd have to have every month. We yeah. have a new mm-hmm. hard drive, right? Mm-hmm. I got to go, we got to go buy one right after this actually. Best Buy has yeah. a deal. Do they? They have a sale on right <laughs> now. It's probably not for what you want, but <laughs> I know some stuff's Maybe. on sale at Best Maybe. Buy. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there is a software called Backblaze, which we started using last year, which is a cloud service that's actually fairly affordable. Uh, but it we, just wasn't keeping up. Yeah, <laughs> we couldn't keep up with us, and we upgraded our internet to the fastest possible thing MTS can give us. <laughs> and uh, it would be it would take you know three months for that wedding to finally go up in the cloud, and at that point the wedding's long done. So it's like, what's the point? So yeah, we we keep hard copies, and and we're just we're we're glued to those cards until the wedding's done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, other than weddings, uh, what other stuff do you do? I know you do some commercial shoots. Yeah, you've mm-hmm. done. You've worked for some big clients: the NHL, Skip the Dishes, Pepsi, Sun Life, Parks Canada. Um, what's that like? Is your style and process different than for weddings? Do you not do 
like obviously you prefer weddings more than commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't really advertise that much for commercial photography. Um, I guess just because we just getting into this, we wanted our brand to really be wedding related. But um, we have picked up some cur- commercial gigs over the last like few years for sure, and that's mm-hmm. mainly like in our off season. Um, a lot of that stuff is Joel's um, expertise. Yeah, I actually I would enjoy say. commercial stuff because it's yeah. it's usually well not always, but in a lot of cases. Um, it's the kind of the one thing where you have like complete control. I'm a bit of a control freak. Um, to so, a point, unless yeah. the company. So, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's very similar to a wedding where it's just all chaos and you just have to run and gun everything. But um, yeah, it's, it, it, we don't really treat it much differently from a wedding. Um, you know, our editing style stays the same for the most part. Um, sometimes we tweak a little bit if it's would a client not things. dictate like we want it to be this specific. Um, the like, only time I had that was working with Parks Canada because they are so they're national and they have hundreds of photographers that um, you know work across the board for that same look. So they were very particular about how how they were processed. Um, besides that, no, I've never really had any issues. Um, you know, with, we do we do little brown jug. We, yeah. we do all their photography. We have for a little while. And in the beginning, we kind of developed a preset together that gave them the look they wanted. So um, that's cool. So this way we can have yeah. consistency for them. Um, besides that, we yeah, it's kind of just whatever we feel the photo should look like. Really, yeah. But obviously, like shooting it um, is different than we would go into a wedding um, in terms of just even like if we're doing a shoot together. I guess. Uh, there's just different shots that we would, you know, Joel might work on like product shots, for example. And maybe if there's like people involved in the company, I might focus again, like on that emotion of the company. Um, so just kind of getting going the, into the face of the company. Yeah, again. exactly. So just, yeah, just finding out what the company wants, I guess, and shooting for that, but in still keeping our style or a little yeah, flair I mean, on it. I would say a majority of the commercial work we do, uh, which I think a lot of the commercial work that maybe commercial work is not the right the right term, but a lot of companies that are coming to us, it's specifically for their socials, right? Yeah, so we a do lot of it wants ins- for, for Instagram that. posts, like that's yeah. what they want for or, yeah. or, website, or website work. Yeah. yeah, so we try to get a feel for what that company is, what they stand for, what kind of message they really want to put out there, and we just try to capture that for them. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... Okay, that's cool. And I know for weddings, you guys generally do worry, like, Cheryl will be on one lens, one focal length, and you'll be right. on the other. So that way you get like unique yeah, stuff. Yeah, as I mentioned, although that list of lenses, uh, we only have one of each. Yeah, so we're never using the same lens on a wedding day. Um, and, you know, even when we're in a moment shooting that same thing together for the ceremony example, one of us will be on wides, one of us will be on close-ups. Um, but then maybe in bridles, we'll swap that. I'll be on close-ups, he'll be on wides kind of thing. So, yeah, never the same lens, never going for the same angle. We essentially want to give our clients um, like two different style of photos for every moment that we're at. And I think people really like that. And you do the same sort of idea with corporate stuff where you yes. each. Yeah. Yes. Each take our own kind of um, angle or just view on it. I mean, essentially we are we're shooting um, each with our own ideas like in mind. It's like I. If you even think of us like as individuals, um, I think I like different things than Joel likes, but that's what kind of makes us good because then our clients, whether it's a wedding or commercial, will get those two different, you know, like feminine masculine too is a good way to describe it. You know, I might go for the the pretty kind of thing and he'll go for just like, you know, like this is the product or like this is like this moment at the wedding and I'm just like trying to capture grandma crying or something, you know, just just two different looks on it Mm -hmm. is really helpful. Does any commercial shoots stand out like I know one 
Well, actually, I'm not even going to finish that. Does any commercial shoot stand out? I know there's one I'm thinking of, but I don't want to influence your answer. What, just being an awesome... Just something unique, something really cool. A company that we've done? I don't want you to, like, favor a company, but is there something that... What was, was the really cool. Thing. I mean, we did get to shoot the Stanley Cup. That's the one I was thinking of. Was yeah, yeah, that yeah. was yeah, that, that was, was cool. cool. Well, that, that was, was really through, random. That <laughs> was through Pepsi. Um, yeah, yeah, it was the, it was a contest through Pepsi. Um, and so what happened? It was a marketing that? company in Toronto that reached out right. to us. That's what it was. That we're organizing. So uh, Pepsi Lays had a contest across Canada. I think each each province had a winner, where they would sponsor a, a, a playoff party. So okay. it was during the playoffs. Uh, I think and it was yeah. Take home the cup. So take whoever home the cup. won yeah, that. Yeah. So there was obviously a winner from from Winnipeg here, and uh, we brought uh, a videographer along to capture video for it as well. And they basically brought home the cup. They brought the Stanley Cup into the this the winner's basement, and they had lace uh, stacked up to like his ceiling, just yeah, like all just these boxes ton, of yeah, chips yeah, really and cool. Pepsi. Yeah. Really cool. <laughs> That's um, pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, we got to touch the cup and yeah, <laughs> it's like, snap a photo. We're yeah. not really big sports fans. I mean, we do. We were starting to get a little bit more into hockey in the last yeah. year, but, but it, was, uh, it was very cool, and a lot of people were jealous that <laughs> we were there. I think oh, the yeah. Parks Canada yeah. thing stands out to me because that was that was a quite the quite the production. You know, they had their art director from out east come and shoot along or not shoot alongside but he was with me for every shoot and we had you know the whole gang of like models and it was at lower fort gary so um uh i don't know if you've ever been there i think a lot of people have yeah yeah. um so it's an old fort like it's from the 1700s it's a legit fort it's not a recreate it's the actual thing yeah and all the staff there dress up like i think it's the six i don't even know it could be 1600s yeah Yeah, maybe you're right yeah so that, that was kind of fun it was it was like a three day long shoot and it was and we actually do quite a bit um of style shoots with other vendors um in the city too so we just kind of all come together for a day and everybody just kind of gives products or services what that is just to you know promote their own companies we take photos of it so those have been really fun too because we usually have creative control on those and Mm -hmm. um we just yeah shoot for all the different businesses involved and make some cool photos that's cool um one last question before we get to the closing questions. Would you guys ever consider getting into video for weddings as well and offering that, or do you just want to stick to photos? Yes. Um, we might get into, well, we kind of actually have. Like, we've dabbled with it. I would say we are nowhere near um, what any of the amazing videographers in the city can do, but we have definitely um, have been playing with video at a few of our weddings, even in our engagement shoots a little bit. Um, we're just kind of learning ourselves just how to use Premiere and editing. I really actually like videos, so I might be uh, dabbling that a little bit more as the year goes on. But, yeah, it's definitely something that we, we might offer in the future. Yeah, I mean, it's taken us 10 years to get where we are with photography. So I think the, the struggle there is we wouldn't want to fully actually introduce video until our videography can match that match that quality (laughs) and there's also you know there's there's this trade-off because right now i think a lot of people our clients hire us because of the two photographers now we have done uh one or was it two where we kind of pulled double duty where we're each doing photo and video and i mean frankly it just leads to a few less photos and it's hard to capture everything on video while taking photos so we we have some we have some work to do on figuring out who you know what the role would be i think Ideally, we'd love to maybe move to an option where couples can have just one fo- one photographer and one videographer where we just kind of have our roles, but time will tell. Yeah, we'll see where yeah. that goes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so now we'll get into the closing questions. Uh, for You might be familiar with this. You might not be. Uh, I kind of ask a couple 
random questions that are just kind of like some fun fun stuff. Nothing you don't have to think about it, or you can think about it if you want. I added one or two new ones this week. Uh, so strangest or most exotic place you've lost or damaged gear? Um, or you can pass if you don't. The only thing that comes to mind is I think the, the first time I went to Bali with my dad, I I lost a lens cap. Okay. In it wasn't actually in Bali. It was in Lombok, which is like this was a year 2015 before touristy tourism has had even really taken off there. So it was like super remote village. I had lost a lens cap and a year later I got it back. No way. Yeah. Um, they had sent it to my dad's friend in Valley. My dad had gone back and my dad brought it back to me. So I was pretty, I was like, yeah, cool. Like, it made That's its incredible. way across the earth. I, I've broken me. a couple, um, our, uh, I can't even think of their name now on our hike. The, hmm? with the gimbal, the, what did I break? Oh, the Osmo? Yes, the Osmo. Yeah. yeah, so I actually, I broke that by shoving it into a backpack and not its case. So that kind of broke the <laughs> gimbal piece on it. And we had a GoPro um, for a few days when I But broke. we tricked them into replacing it for us. Yeah, both things we actually got replaced <laughs> under warranty, so that was great. But jo- Joel actually crashed a drone yeah, uh, under I, a bridge after a about 10 days of having it. So that was yeah. not very uh, fun either. <laughs> oh. uh, pie or cake? Pie. Yeah, I'll go pie. <laughs> Coke or Pepsi? Neither. Neither. I don't like anything carbonated. <laughs> Unless there's a little bit of like maybe a little bit of whiskey in there, then okay, then sign me up. But. That's fair. Or I mean, would it be Seven Up then, or Sprite with the whiskey? Or I'd probably go ginger actually. Oh, yeah. ginger, very good. <laughs> He's a sophisticated man. Uh, Mario Kart or Diddy Kong Racing? Mario Kart. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I got, I'm not really a big gamer, but I think I. But if I, I would do choose, that, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Movies or TV? Movies, hundred percent. I might go TV oh, yeah, on you like this your one. shows. Yeah, I have a few <laughs> shows. Uh, f- now, okay, Fallon or Kimmel or, depending, Len- Leno or Letterman? Fallon. Kind of, I d- just wasn't sure if you guys still watch night shows. And people yeah, don't I really kind of don't really, but I do like Fallon. He's a little cheesy, but he's a good time. You can't not, like, smile because yeah. he's yeah. just always so excited and, like, happy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, if you, This is a new question. If you could photograph any celebrity who would it be bill Hader. Ooh. i don't know i mean i would i'm not you can pass you yeah, don't have I'm to answer pass. okay <laughs> I, I think you i'm gonna guess your answer and i'm gonna say it's either like kim kardashian or something so everybody sees the photo no i wouldn't say that no okay no. i was just trying to <laughs> okay last one <laughs> Uh, if you could only have access to one form of media for the rest of your life, will it be music, movies, or TV? Music. I'm going to go movies because movies have soundtracks. So I can just, like, compile all the movies that have my favorite songs in them and, like, loophole. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will close on a quote from your website that sums up what I think how devoted the two of you are. It says, photography is more than just a job to us. It's a lifestyle. If we're not shooting weddings, we're experimenting and pushing ourselves to make our art even better for our future clients. We want everyone to work. We want everyone we work with to feel confident and beautiful on their wedding day. We just want you to have fun and forget about the cameras. We love real moments with real emotions. Joel and Cheryl, thanks for coming in today. Thanks a lot, Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. And thank you all for listening today as well. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a thumbs up and a follow and a subscribe and a rate and all that other fun stuff. Unless you're like myself and you just can't be bothered, then that's okay too. I won't hold it against you. 
You can find us uh, on Instagram at The Third Rule. That's with the number three. And on all podcast platforms and the YouTube machine, too. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time.